Welcome to the Untaming Femininity Podcast. I'm Igena Gerasi. And I'm Sam Allen. And we believe that untamed women are real and powerful. Our podcast is all about inspiring curious women like you to speak and live your truth and to express your femininity on your own terms. Tune in for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. We are so thrilled today to have our guest, Christiana Boli, who is a somatic sex educator, orgasm expansion teacher, deep cervix explorer, and so much more. And we're so excited to have you here and to explore everything that has to do with sexuality and sensuality. So a very warm welcome, Christiana. Thank you for inviting me here. It's really a deep, Pleasure. <laughs> oh, so excited to have this conversation with you today. I know it's going to be a juicy one. And we'd love to start by asking you, what does it mean for you to go deep inside? Yeah, deep inside. It's already starts started here, has already started here when I start breathing. When I go and I feel myself from inside to outside. And uh, from that space, I can start feeling the others. It's uh, meeting my profound body and going to my source where I don't dare to go. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, sensation body, all bodies. Well, as you shared that, I noticed my energy dropping right down to my feet and just feeling this permission to feel my experience through my feet upwards. Um, that's the impact when, when we embody going deep inside, right? Yeah, every person, each person will feel it in another way. Some people will feel tingling. Some people will feel uh, like butterflies in, in the stomach or like the heart beating faster or like going down to the feet or excitement and like uh, uh, sweating. You know, it's, it's wonderful going inside is to feel what is happening in my body now. So, yes, I do have butterflies in my belly while I'm talking. Uh, and I feel my feet in the floor and I feel a little bit of sweat. So that's like good signs of, oh, this is also uh, challenging and exciting for me. It's impressive to see you embody all that. It's really beautiful. And my question is a little bit about how does the everyday woman get in contact with that and begins to discover herself? Hi, first of all, I am an everyday woman. <laughs> so, She's one of us, McKenna. Yeah, like... yeah, I know. What I meant actually is a woman that's not a sexologist. If I take myself a few, few years ago when I was 
longing and searching and uh, wanting, you know, to feel more whatever. I even didn't have the words. I was just curious and I just wanted more somehow or I, I, I was just longing for things, searching. And uh, it took me some time to understand that I would never find outside. And the, and the searching it can be, oh, I'm on Tinder and I keep searching. Oh, um, I'm on my marriage and I keep, you know, longing for, you know, connection or oh, that orgasm that my friend spoke about. Or, oh, you know, longing, longing for everything, for feeling more, for just being peace with all this. And, and... Yeah, so bringing that to every day was, was a journey that it started some years ago. And it's about, again, it starts by breathing out and, and daring to start looking at yourself and say, okay, what do I have? Where am I? And okay, I'm frozen. I don't feel anything. Or maybe sex is just, it's just like, or an orgasm is just like smoking a cigarette or having a cup of tea is just a fast thing. I just go do my thing and come back to my life. And what else? Or maybe whatever. It's just, what do I have? Where am I? And from there, how do I, how do I, can I feel this really? What, what am I now? I don't know if I answered that you so did and I'm smiling all over my face as I see Megana is too and I almost wish that our listeners could see you right now because you are just so amazing to watch there's so much aliveness in the way you're moving in the way you're communicating your energy um it's vibrant <laughs> I think we all want a bit of that Chris uh, yeah I wish the whole world was like that <laughs> that's for sure and uh, that is your mission as well to bring that more into the world it is it is and I I never thought it was going to be when I started this journey I was just curious I was just like longing and searching I was unhappy unfulfilled I was not feeling great in my body uh, despite my beautiful body and uh, I was unfulfilled despite my wonderful life I even had much more money than what I have now. I had more travels and I had, you know, a much more beautiful apartment and uh, everything was so, wow, shiny. And I was, I was unfulfilled. And uh, so, yes, I wish like absolutely that everybody, everybody feel more pain and joy and pleasure. And, and it became my mission, yes. Oh, and I see you shining from the inside out right now. <laughs> and, um, and this may be linked to my next question because you're an orgasm expert and I would love to ask you, what makes a really great orgasm? Connection and relaxation. Orgasms and deep orgasms, the ones that are not, if I talk technically, the orgasms that are not linked to the clitoris. Clitoral um they come from a deep space of relaxation because we have to tap into another nerve that is the vagus nerve and the vagus nerve is the 
main nerve of our parasympathetic system that works when we're relaxed. So that our body feels safe, that it feels, oh, I feel good. Or like, if you're listening to me and you, you like, you should say, oh, I want, I, I needed chocolate, okay, for example. And then I, I'm just making it up just now, I, I don't know. So you just grab the to- chocolate and you, and you, and you, and you eat it and you say, mm, that's good. When you say, mm, that's good, your body automatically relaxes a little bit. The breath went down a little bit and your taste, like what you were tasting, um, your mouth, you salivate, you just feel what you're doing. It's a fraction, friction, a little second. It's just like, mm, that's good. And this, mm, that's good, is that we want to expand so that we can feel more in the body during more, more longer times so that our body is relaxed and then we can go deep, deep, deep deep for different orgasms um, like urethro sponge orgasms like the famous d spot orgasms or a spot b spot c spot whatever spot orgasms inside our vaginal canal it's all about letting go and relaxation nothing to do with the clitoral orgasms they are like tight sharp explosive wonderful but it's like a fighter mode. Like I'm gonna get that orgasm. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so it's a, it's a go fighting one. It's a go getter one. It's different. It's not that it's not good, but it we are contracted. You the, know the whole you know. the whole body is contracting, and then shwa, and it's it's not the same thing as. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so so much. I once had an orgasm in my back, a backgasm, if you like. It was during a tantra massage experience, um, which I have regularly, and it just came out of nowhere. And it was the most electric, incredible feeling. What's your take on backgasms, Chris? Backgasms, garms, uh, heart garms, <laughs> all garms I read. It's also the back gar- The back is like it's the back of our heart. So if you massage your breast, okay, and you're there massaging your breast and feeling everything, I mean, you have both sides in your body, back and front. If you massage your back, you're also massaging energetically and even even sensation, everything fluids, in, and you, you're giving um, inputs to your brain so that, you know, wow, that zone can relax. So you're really touching wow deep deep zones which are connected to our cervix because the heart is connected in the reflexology to our cervix and doesn't matter if you have a cervix or if you don't have an uterus it's connected so back orgasms heart orgasms and cervical orgasms or you know internal orgasms are connected so it's the same you're tapping on the same energy well, I hadn't made that connection, but that really does explain that. Thank you. And of course, there is something with orgasm and having a partner and orgasm by yourself. And I think I would like to address a little bit when you're with a partner 
and how do you actually express your needs, sexual needs especially, sensitively and directly and without hurting their egos. So how do we do that as women? Oh, I wish I had a very simple answer for that. I think I have. It's about erotic communication, but how do you get to that erotic communication without hurting you know, egos? Uh, I would say go to your bodies and talk through the bodies and not through the mind. So some exercises and playing and games that I teach through pleasure. So my approach is not in the mind, it's in the pleasure and in the body, somatics. So it's a little bit different. And I would always go through uh, um, interacting with the body. So can I touch you? It's already, already asking for permission and asking consentment and establishing a communication around sensuality. Or um, can you touch me for my own pleasure for five minutes? Or can I touch you for your pleasure, just your pleasure uh, for five minutes? Let's put a music on and just five minutes, I give you whatever you want. Don't touch me back. Don't expect anything. I don't, just, just five minutes for you. And then give me five minutes for me. Yeah. Whatever I ask. And when you ask, you be precise. Like, ah, can you go a little bit on the right? Oh, no, no, lighter. Oh, even lighter. Oh, no, stronger. Okay, that's fine. Now put count down five minutes, you arrive. Doesn't matter if it is the clitoris, if it is your neck, if it is your head, your eye, whatever, your hand. Yeah. Establishing this erotic communication with consentment and respect. I love that. I love ah. being, that sometimes as well, the words are not needed. It's, it's your speaking through your body and, and, and also your, your size and your emotions. And yeah, and I think that connection is very, very needed. Mm, I would <laughs> uh, get the hook and uh, say that yes and no, because um, verbalizing is very important and normally people don't. So they're all into like closing their eyes and feeling and, you know, especially men say, yeah, we don't need to talk. We just go through whatever we feel. Well, it doesn't work like that. So yeah, it's a fine line. I'm not talking about like, let's sit on the, in, on the bed and in the bed and start talking, but uh, establishing a erotic communication with some words is really crucial. I'm really smiling at this. I'm smiling at myself actually, because I'm a very verbal person and I know what I like. And so I find it quite natural to go from what I want into articulating it. And in previous situations in my life, that has been sometimes amazing and other times shit scary for partners. Any tips on that? Yes, it's again, going through the body. If you want to talk, talk about what you're feeling in the body. Like, uh, I'm tingling and, and we don't have this vocabulary. So, so that's why sex education, erotic, essential education, intimate education is important. We, we never learned that. 
we never learned that. And in the books, it, there's nothing written about the anatomy of pleasure, really. There is one book. I mean, and one book for men and one book for women. What is this? So talking, uh, verbalizing with the body is um, incrementing your vocabulary. I mean, really. So tingling, um, sweating, salivating, thrilling, goosebumps, or shaking or full nothing, I don't feel anything, or pressure, or scratching. And, and, you know, like going through all the words that can help build a vocabulary, build a erotic communication, instead of making a whole sentence. And again, let me be more clear. The body doesn't understand what I say. Because I can say like that, I had a shit day. Oh, you know, this guy was really an asshole. <laughs> you know, that night was horrible with him. He didn't, he didn't know how to touch me. And I can say, well, I had a wonderful day. That guy was amazing. And he really knew, knew how to touch myself. The body, just what I said here, I said with the same intonation, the body doesn't see any difference. Yeah. So if I want the body to understand, I need to put my breath, my movement, my vibration on it. So it would be, oh shit, that was really horrible. <sighs> and you know, like, Bleh. and or, you know, no, I don't like. Or like, if you don't want to say that, it's just like, and shake it out. Or, and if it is good, it's like, daring to put noise in what we do and moving together so that we start talking to the body and not the mind talking to the body. Yeah. Yeah, that's like breath is important, like <gasps> it's shallow or deeper and all this and going deep, deep, deep with the breath. Yeah. And I think just um, what you're speaking to there around the sound, I know that from my tantra experiences, it's so powerful when you give yourself that permission, which is often the final step for us, you know, to actually allow the sound to come from the felt sense in the body. Um, it's like we we feel a bit weird about that or like <laughs> we're not allowed and when we when we do allow ourselves that I feel like there's so much expansion from that place yes and sound I mean it's not even that we feel like we're not allowed we are not allowed we are normally at, at, at the same house with our kids in a room next to the door you have your teenager or you have your kid or you have, you know, a younger adult and, uh, and, and how are you going to start like mowing and making sounds? So you, 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 it's, it's not comfortable. So really to, uh, it, it is part of this education of like your erotic own responsibility to find spaces for that. Yeah. Even if you have to rent a hotel room, or even if you have to tell your kids, you know, go somewhere else and don't come back in between that and that time or arranging to get, you know, a morning off at home with nobody. But it's really important. 
so so otherwise it's it, you're gonna entertain the feeling of i cannot make noise and even alone when you're doing your own practices and trying to know your body feel your body there are ways okay you can put the music super loud you can lock your door you can you know do any breath breathing in the shower and you put music and the shower so you have the water and the music and then you can do uh, and nobody will listen to you but you can like have three hours of intimacy with your partner or even alone um with noise if you have people around because you won't feel everything I love those practices that you mentioned. And it's, it's like allowing more pleasure into our lives and practicing that. And is there any other like tips, like how do we allow more pleasure in our lives? It's going deep. <laughs> and going deep, you will find, we all want more pleasure, right? We want pleasure, pleasure, change, uh, transformation. We want ecstasy. We want, you know, wow, we want fireworks, right? And, uh, and what is the tip to get my firework? And, uh, and, and I would say, if you don't allow yourself to meet your sadness, you will never get to your shiny part. If I want to go deep, I need to meet like maybe my cervix, maybe my canal, maybe, you know, but slowly or my, my explore my asshole. And, uh, and, uh, and when I do that, I will face my disgust, my shame, my fear, my uh, pain, my lack of knowledge, uh, facing the unknown, facing resistance. And, uh, and there it starts to be interesting because transforming, it's letting go something that you like, that you're used to, and go into something else and letting go that thing will provoke grief and you're gonna feel sad so there's no transformation without sadness and if you cannot feel a little bit that pain or the grief you won't be able and then let go okay i feel the grief that's it oh okay i go deep i felt one day two days three days i did again my practice and i felt again and i cried and I, you know, screamed or whatever. And oh, now, oh, time for pleasure. This time here, I go deep and I only think pleasure. But then you start, you know, moving. Pleasure and pain, pleasure and grief. And then you start expanding. Every time a little bit more. Or pleasure, a little bit more of grief. But then you were, you know, getting kind of an elasticity on your emotional and sensation, sensations range. So much healing in that range. And it brings me to a question around how this work has healed you. Like what's your journey personally with healing here? Oh, thanks for asking that. I'm still healing and healing every day. And even talking to you here, I'm healing. <laughs> healing like my anxieties and healing also um, my fear of not being enough or not being, you know, open enough or and all this. So even now I'm healing. My journey, um, it started with spirituality. I wanted, you know, it was easier for me to go spirituality than sex. 
because I had like no sex for 24 years in a marriage that was perfect, but no sex, like three, four times a year sex only. And I was so happy. I mean, for me, that was perfect. I didn't need to bother. I was for years, I was feeling super great about it. I could do everything. I had a beautiful, handsome man because he was really handsome. He is. And uh, cute, loving, friendly, everything. Kids perfect, everything perfect. But no like intimacy. But we would work together, do tons of things together. And it was so wonderful. But not body intimacy. So I was so good in convincing myself that that was okay. That I think that for 15 years, that was okay. I mean, I was numbed. Now I know the name. I was numbed. <laughs> I, was, I was frozen. I was like dissociating from my body. But I didn't know these names at the time. I was feeling great. And I looked gorgeous. So, I mean, what I care? I felt great. <laughs> and so that was one point. And um, I would never dare to think that I needed this in my life, sexuality. It was more about connection with nature, connection with spirituality, feeling fulfilling my desire to belonging to the world, to creation, to nature, to everything. And that's why, you know, I was like attracted to tantric practices because it's there that we find them. So I found the tools for energy work on the Taoism entrance at that point, it was a spirituality. So that was the beginning, yes. Thank you so much for sharing your perspectives on going deeper. And we want to go deeper still with you right now into our wildfire round. So the way this works, Chris, is you get two choices and you just simply have to select one and that's it. Are you ready to play? Of course. <laughs> I love <laughs> playing. <laughs> I can see that. Handcuffs or whipping? Just one. Just one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Under pressure. Okay, whipping. What a... <laughs> Vaginal orgasm or clitoral orgasm? Vaginal. <laughs> we knew you were going to say that. Length or girth? God. <laughs> Have we shot the sex worker McGenna? <laughs> yes, it seems. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> <Day one. laughs> okay, I get um second one. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, it's yeah, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Question for you're doing amazingly, by the way. Thanks for playing along with us. Spit or swallow? Mm, spit. And for our final question, cuddling or fucking? Oh, fucking cuddling. Oh. Fucking. I like cuddling, <laughs> but fucking. 
maybe we can actually accept fucking cuddling here you know maybe maybe this is a new thing <laughs> yes <laughs> oh thank you so much for bringing your expertise your wisdom your whole body experience into our podcast episode today you have really been felt i can tell you that in every way um and what what an amazing um lesson that is to us all in living from our bodies outwards and thank you for your authenticity thank you yeah i would always say go deep 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 and there go deep yeah yeah thank and you and ladies, if you would like to take a deeper dive into self-love, don't forget we are holding an International Women's Self-Love Festival, Saturday the 27th and Sunday the 28th of March with a range of juicy offerings. There's going to be yoga, there's going to be creativity, there's going to be embodied movement, talking around sensuality and sexuality and so much more. So grab your ticket. We'll put the details in the podcast notes. We'd love to see you there. Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast. Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience deeper connection with yourself and to feel the empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares. <laughs>